Hey there, it's Trusty. And you know I love sitting at home, listening to good podcasts as much as I love going on adventures. And do I have a great one to recommend to all you smarty pants and smarty parents from the award-winning Go Kids Go team. It's called Snoop and Sniffy. What happens when Snoop, an experienced dog detective from London, gets sent to small-town Pflugerville to train clueless puppy Sniffy as an undercover agent? Mystery, adventure, and chaos! Seriously, the town of Pflugerville isn't Dolesville like Snoop expected, and he quickly realizes that he can't handle all the action without Sniffy by his side. Even when they're able to turn a blind eye to the alien superheroes and villains battling it out for control of Pflugerville, Snoop and Sniffy have their paws full solving wild and wacky mystery cases on Bark Street. Do you love to laugh? Do you love animals? Do you have the brightest mind since Sherlock Holmes? Then tag along. There are already eight seasons of hilarious canine crimes to solve. Search for Snoop and Sniffy on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Ooga, ooga, what up, dude? Nothing. What? What's up with you? Not much. I got chased by a saber-toothed tiger. <laughs> he almost caught me. <laughs> oh, that reminds me. Did you see what Oog made in his cave yesterday? Oh, that round thing that rolls? Yeah, he showed it to me. <laughs> it's rad. Oh, totally rad. I mean, whoa, prehistoric mind blown. Totally. I wish I thought of it. Ooh. Ooh. What, what's he gonna call it? Dude, he's calling it the wheel. The wheel, huh? Nice. Yeah, yeah, dude, I, I bet that wheel could help you escape a saber-toothed tiger. Ah, that's awesome. Oog is awesome. Ooh, remember fire? Yeah, oh, of course I remember fire. I, I just used it to cook some woolly mammoth meat last night. Nice. Raw meat, bad. Cooked meat, good. good. He, he also invented the spear. <laughs> Remember? <laughs> Dude, if it wasn't for Oog's spear, I wouldn't be able to catch a woolly mammoth in the first place. Man, Oog is the best. He rocks the Stone Age. Hey, look, it's Oog. He's coming this way. Hello, Oog. Hey, Oog, over here. Dude. Dude, what is that? I call it the skateboard. The the skateboard? Ooh, far out. C can I try? For sure, bro. Go for it. <laughs> All right. Oh, yeah, check me out. <laughs> I'm riding a skateboard. Look at him go. Gnarly, dude. Uh-oh, watch out. Ah, ah, ooh, ah, oh, oh, man, you got a big bump on your head. Ow. Oh. Dudes, I just figured out what my next invention's gonna be. The helmet. Good idea, Oog. Oh, yeah. Excuse me, caveman. Just a second. Dude, who are you? I'm your trusted narrator, dude. And I'm here to tell you the skateboard didn't come from the brain of a prehistoric caveman. Aw, oh, bummer, dude. I'm sorry to break it to you, but sometimes the truth hurts. Almost as much as slamming your head into a rock. Ow! Oh, man. Now, while it's true early humans like Oog deserve tons of credit for harnessing fire, making the first spears from the tusks of woolly mammoths, and even inventing the wheel in 3500 BC, when it comes to the skateboard, that was invented much, much later. But who invented skateboarding? How did it become so popular? And where did all those crazy tricks come from? 
it's time to strap on your helmet and wrist guards and hit the pavement for another whiff of science on Who Smarted? Who Smarted? Who Smart? Is it you? Is it me? Is it science or history? Listen up, everyone. We make smarting lots of fun on Who Smarted? Okay. So if Caveman Oog didn't invent the skateboard, who did? Beats me. Well, the skateboard's beginnings can be traced back to the 1930s, when kids started nailing steel roller skate wheels to wooden fruit crates, creating a makeshift scooter. Eventually, the top and sides of the crate were tossed aside, leaving just a wooden plank on wheels. But it wasn't until the early 1960s that the modern skateboard was born. Quick quiz. Thinking about the shape of a skateboard, what object does it most resemble? A pizza? A pizza! A guitar? Or a surfboard? Dude. Hmm. If you said a surfboard, you're right! Dude! And that's exactly where Larry Stevenson got his inspiration. Sweet! You see, Larry Stevenson was a lifeguard living in Southern California. He noticed on days when the ocean waves were flat, bored surfers would pass the time riding crude homemade skateboards. And that gave Stevenson, a surfer himself, an idea. He'd spend days working on it in his garage. Dear Mom, how's the weather back home? It's sunny here in SoCal. Today, I designed a new skateboard. It's so groovy. I'm sure the surfers here are going to think it's neato. You see, instead of using steel wheels, I made the wheels out of clay. Clay wheels make for a way smoother ride. Then I shaped the part you stand on, the deck, to look like a small surfboard. Smart, right? Anyway, I can't wait for you to check it out. Love, Larry. In 1963, Stevenson founded a professional skateboard company, one of the first ever. He called it Makaha after a surfing spot in Hawaii. Aloha! But his greatest contribution to skateboarding came six years later, in 1969. Dear Mom, thanks for the cookies. I'm writing to tell you about something I created that skateboarders are going to be super stoked about. I made the end of the deck, the part you stand on, curve up. I call it the kicktail. Huh. Thanks to the kicktail, skateboarders will be able to launch their boards off the ground with their feet. That's right, skateboarders are going to be flying through the air. All thanks to me. <laughs> Love, Larry. Larry Stevenson is known as the father of skateboarding, but there were others whose ingenuity helped evolve the skateboard. Like the guy who came up with the wheels. You could say he was the oog of skateboarding. In the early 1970s, Frank Nasworthy decided to swap out the skateboard's clay wheels, which tended to crumble, smoke, or even worse, fall off at high speeds. Instead, he made his wheels out of a plastic called urethane. His Cadillac wheels, as he called them, could absorb shocks better. Suddenly, small rocks on the road were no problem. The new wheels also gripped the concrete better. It was a game changer. Suddenly, skaters were inventing all sorts of new out-of-this-world tricks. See if you can tell which of these are the real names for skateboard tricks and which are fake. I'll name it, and you say real or fake. Ready? Let's go. Ollie. Real. The tuna. 
Fake. The rail flip. Real. The Godzilla rail flip. Real. The big banana. Fake. The disco flip. Real. The mattress firm. Fake. The caveman. Real. Ooga ooga. That's my favorite. But it wasn't just the addition of the kicktail that kickstarted the popularity of skateboarding. Something happened in the 1970s that literally brought skateboarding into nearly every backyard in California. To find out what it was, stick around. Hi, Trusty here with a special message for all the parents and guardians listening. I know how important it is for your child to excel in every way possible, especially when it comes to education. Well, thanks to my friends at IXL, you don't have to go it alone. IXL is a personalized learning platform that's transforming the way children master everything from math to social studies. IXL's interactive courses and immediate feedback ensure learning is super engaging and accessible for every student, pre-K through 12th grade. Imagine that, a tool that grows with your child, offering personalized recommendations based on their progress. And we know it works because we've used it ourselves. Adam Tex Davis, co-creator of Who Smarted, used IXL to help his daughter stay on top of her schoolwork and excel in her classes. Backed by research, students who use the IXL program are more likely to get higher test scores because IXL functions like a tutor. And whether your child needs help with homework, classwork, test prep, or is looking for a challenge, IXL has you covered, and all of that at an affordable rate. A one-month subscription to IXL costs less than what most tutors charge for an hour. And one subscription is good for every child in your household. Join the millions of parents who trust IXL and make an impact on your child's learning today. Oh, and who smarted listeners get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when you sign up now at IXL.com slash smarted. Visit IXL.com slash smarted to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. IXL Learning. Inspire. Excel. Learn more at IXL.com. Hey there, smarty moms, dads, adults, and anyone who loves great food but doesn't always have the time or energy to grocery shop, prep, and cook a big meal. Well, take it from me, the trusty narrator. I found the perfect solution to having delicious home-cooked meals without all the time and hassle. It's called Factor Meals. With Factor Meals, you can forget about all the shopping, chopping, or even washing dishes. That's because Factor's fresh, never-frozen meals arrive at your door ready to heat and eat in just two minutes. That's right. With Factor, you and your family are always just two minutes away from chowing down on chef-crafted, dietitian-approved, delicious gourmet meals. From calorie smart to protein plus to vegetarian to keto options, Factor has six menus guaranteed to meet your wellness goals. And with over 35 meal choices and 60 add-ons weekly, your taste buds will never get bored. I personally started ordering Factor meals last month for those busy days when I want a tasty lunch or dinner that fills me up and crushes my nutrition goals, but I only have five minutes to cook it. And Factor 100% delivers on time, every time. So head on over to factormeals.com slash smarted50 and use code smarted50 to get 50% off your first box 
plus 20% off your next month. That's code SMARTED50 at factormeals.com slash SMARTED50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. So, any idea what happened in the 1970s that helped make skateboarding super popular? Here, we'll give you some choices and see if you can figure it out. Was it A, a gas shortage? B, a bus driver strike? Or C, a drought? Now, I know you guys are smarty pants, so you're probably thinking it's either A or B. Makes sense. If there's no gas, people can't drive their cars. And if there's a bus strike, that means people who ride the bus have to find another way to get around. Either one would have people riding skateboards. But surprise, it's actually C, a drought. Huh? Check out this news bulletin. We interrupt this podcast to bring you some breaking news. A severe drought warning is in effect for the summer of 1976. Residents of Southern California are asked to drain their swimming pools and leave them empty. I repeat, do not fill your swimming pool with water. This has been breaking news. Oh, and if you see any kids skateboarding in your empty pool, eh, cut them some slack, would you? That's right. Scores of empty pools, reservoirs, and storm pipes ushered in a whole new kind of skateboarding called vertical skating, or vert for short. Gnarly. These pioneers of the halfpipe shot down one end of an empty pool and raced up the other side, soaring into the air before coming back down to Earth. Dude! But to do this, they needed to harness the power of physics. And for more on that, we're joined by Professor Tony Hawking. Thanks for joining us, Professor. Always a pleasure. Now, physics of the halfpipe. Here's how it works. At the edge of an empty swimming pool, a skater has what's known as potential energy. The deeper the pool, the more potential energy he has. But as soon as he drops into the pool, he rapidly picks up speed and his potential energy transforms into kinetic energy. Are you with me so far? I think so. Keep going. Okay, so... Here's where another principle of physics comes into play. The conservation of angular momentum. It would take a long time to explain exactly how it works, so we'll take a shortcut instead. I love a good shortcut. What do you got? Essentially, because of the conservation of angular momentum, the skater can increase his speed enough to get airborne if he crouches down at the bottom of the pool and then shoots upright, right at the right time. Popping up like that makes him go even faster than just riding the curve, and he can fly off the edge. Look, Ma, I'm flying. And that's how a skater is able to defy gravity. Thanks, Professor Hawking. Of course, these skateboarders in the 70s weren't just breaking the laws of physics. They were trespassing on people's property to use their pools. Hey, you, get out of my pool. Thankfully, those lawbreakers actually inspired lawmakers to build skate parks all over the country so generations of boarders could master the halfpipe. Today, there are about 3,500 skate parks nationwide with calls to build three times more. A recent survey found skateboarding to be the third most popular sport in the United States, just behind football and basketball. It's so popular, in fact, it will be making its debut at the next Summer Olympics. What do you think of that, smarty pants? Cool story, bro. Just make sure you wear a helmet. Oh. 
A big shout out to Anaga from South Brunswick, New Jersey. We hear that you're a huge science fan who is hooked on listening to Who Smarted. We think that and you are awesome. This episode, Skateboarding, was written by Rebecca Ratliff Cameron and voiced by Jason Williams, Imogen Williams, Barry Blumenfeld, Adam Tex Davis, Dan Bromfield, and yours truly, Jerry Colbert. Technical direction and sound design by Josh Hahn. Who Smarted was recorded and mixed at the Relic Room Studio. Theme song by Brian Suarez. Lyrics written and performed by Adam Tex Davis. Who Smarted was created and produced by Adam Tex Davis and Jerry Colbert. This has been an Atomic Entertainment production. Atomic Entertainment.